0: You are listening to episode seventy-seven of the Playing Full Out podcast with Rita Highland. Today, we're talking about a really important topic when it comes to reaching our potential in work and life. It has everything to do with facing our fears when that internal voice tells us we should pull back or quit. Anaïs Nin says, "Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage." That is because we shrink or expand in proportion to our courage. Cultivating courage may just be the greatest skill to develop when it comes to living life fully and making a difference. Courage is the quality that stops you from stopping you. Let me tell you, I spent years talking myself out of courage. I rehearsed worst case scenarios and worried about all of the what ifs. What if I miss a meeting? What if the sale doesn't go through? What if I forget what I i meant to say, what if I fail? What if he's angry? What if I never figure it out? And then one day I got myself into a terrifyingly dangerous physical challenge that included me and my three young kids alone on a lake with nature against me. That I am here today means I averted disaster. And I learned something very powerful from that day. I realized that if I could figure out a way through that, that I can trust that I can figure out my way through other challenges I will inevitably face in the future. And today, we're talking about that. This is a shortcut and a strategy to facing down fear I want you to have in your back pocket to help you with any struggle you've got going on right now. Here we go. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. It was a beautiful sunny day. And the lake that my family and I had taken a vacation summer moment to was calm, or at least it seemed that way when I began. And I decided to take all three of my children out on paddle boards. My four year old son and I shared a board. My daughters, nine and seven, respectively, were on their own. And we cruised across the lake pretty effortlessly. But when it was time to come back, the weather had turned, and I realized something was drastically wrong. There was a current that was going against us at this point. And as we attempted to return, I could see instantly that we weren't going to be able to, and that my girls were not able to turn their paddleboards around um, despite my coaching of them. And I knew that I could only hang on to two of the boards at a time, and that I was going to have to leave one of my daughters floating further and further away. We were all terrified. Some of them were crying. I stayed calm, though, and I worked really hard to swim to shore with two paddle boards and one girl floating away, as I mentioned. And once I got the two to safety, I then got a stranger to go back and help me navigate down the lake. I share this story with you because I learned something that day. I don't wish this on anybody. It was quite terrifying, as I mentioned, but this situation for me has become a reminder that I have overcome situations that have been really seemingly impossible or even disastrous before. And I realized in that moment, or at least afterward, that if I could figure out my way through that, then I can trust myself to figure out my way through other challenges that I'm going to inevitably face in my future. And I think about it, and I think how many times a day we run into larger, small things in life that we worry about. These are those Things that have not even happened at times. Like, what if I miss a flight? Or what if I can't get into this situation? Or what if the microphone doesn't work? Or what if nobody likes it? Or what if nobody, somebody says no? Or what if somebody doesn't accept the proposal or idea? What ifs? There are all tons of them. We're tested every day. Aren't we? I've since made agreement since that day that I'm going to trust myself to successfully deal with a problem when it arises and not before. And that if I can come up with the solutions that I have gotten in the past to get me to this moment that I am here talking with you, then I can certainly figure out a solution in the moment. And it might even be a better one. And it certainly will not have wasted so much of my time and energy and all of the missed moments that can stockpile up as a result of me steeping in worry. This is what I'm telling you, is that when you're setting out into something unknown, you are bound to encounter scenarios that that you couldn't have foreseen. You know, that was me, and that's okay. But know that your future self can handle it. Your worry doesn't prevent something from happening. It really just means that you will be already fatigued by the time it happens, and if it ever does. So after years of trying to anticipate, and I see so many of us doing this and trying to solve problems before they really even occur, I realized how unproductive my worry was. Worry is stressful. It is life draining. It actually makes us sick. And it is a surefire way to miss the great things that we're here to experience to build, the moments that we're supposed to be present for, and it can mean that we spend a lifetime, when we become supersonic at worrying, of avoiding things as opposed to moving towards what it is that we really want. What I want you to know is that you can handle whatever comes your way, and that the fact that you are even listening to this means that you already have overcome mountains. You've already travailed every other storm or struggle that had previously come your way and tested you. And that evidence upends any of your thoughts that you might not be able to handle something else on another day. Your future self has it covered. Now, I understand that to do that, you have to have a certain level of faith and trust in yourself. And you might have a loud voice in your head that says, Rita, I'm not really into just having faith in the future or the faith that my future self. So I have another tool that I have used and been really excited about because I recently crossed a book that is about a Navy SEAL, David Goggins, and he talks about a tool that I have been using for so long. And I realize if a US Navy SEAL, who is also an Army Ranger and has done so many things that would blow your mind, if he's able to use this tool that I'm about to give you, this shortcut, that it has been tested and is true and that it can help you. But I first want you to know that if you are here, which you are listening, it means that you have been able to overcome a lot of mountains. It doesn't mean that you haven't had mistakes, but you have navigated treacherous territory, clutch moments before. Am I right? So what you know is that your future self already has whatever will come your way in the future covered. What I want you to do is just stop for a moment and think of a time when you thought, oh boy, it is over or when you wanted something and you thought this can never happen. And then of course it did. In other words, when was the last time that you thought something was a struggle or impossible? And then you moved through it or you achieved it. This is your courageous story. I want you to have this in your back pocket this is the one that I'm referring to that David Goggins in his book Can't Hurt Me mentions. He, again, is this person who has taken on so many death-defying, treacherous moments in his life from the day he was born, actually, up to to the current. He's been at war, he's been in trainings that would blow your mind. He's been had a very challenging, nightmarish childhood, torturous, if you will. And He also has used this idea of that if he can go back and recognize his courageous moments in the past, that they can be the fuel that propels him now. He refers to this exercise as the cookie jar and that he has cookies in the cookie jar in those moments when he's been treading water for 24 plus hours and has to keep going when he doesn't think he can any longer. When the voice in his head says he can't and he has doubt and he wants to quit, he pulls upon some evidence that he's had in the past that he's been able to move beyond. One of the things you might have heard or recognize him for, but that you might not have put the name with this concept is something that he calls the 40% rule. And he believes that most humans operate at 40%. And that we still have 60% more within us that is untapped potential. He says that most of us give up when we've only given around 40% of our maximum effort. And the book is, is, I think, excellent because at the end of the day, he would recognize that it isn't because someone is physically stronger or the physical capacity of the individual is able to surpass someone else. In the 12th hour, it is everything about one's ability to master their mind. And I thought that was just so interesting in some of the tools that he uses, but especially this one called the cookie jar, which is again tapping into one of those courageous moments that you succeeded that defied the odds that you would have thought was impossible that can be your courageous story to have in your back pocket when another one of those challenges tests you in the future. It's simply a moment or a memory of proof that you can succeed. It's a reminder to him of who he is and what he's capable of in those moments where there's doubt. And he says that we all have a cookie jar within us because we all have been tested. And that even if we're feeling low or maybe you're struggling right now, There is a time or two or many, many more that you can go back and look at where you overcame the odds and where you ended up tasting victory. And it doesn't have to be really big. It can be when you did something smaller, like lost some weight, two pounds, five pounds, something that you set out to do. It can be a time when you closed something that was against the odds, a deal, perhaps or when you solved a problem that you thought was impossible. This is your cookie to call on right now if you need, or in the future if you should need it. He describes what happened like when my child was floating away, that our body will deliver for us if we hang on for five more minutes than we think we can, or five more percent, whether that's five more percent. Just when you think you can't do anymore, when the pain is so great to go 5% more, that could be 5% more push ups That could be 5% more time than you've just gone. Whatever that is to push yourself because your adrenaline and your dopamine, they will take over and deliver for you, but you have to hang on and quiet that voice that tells you that it's not possible. And when you get this, that you can hit goals that even might seem improbable to us right now. So here's your call to action. I want you to create your own cookie jar. This is where you take inventory of any obstacles that you faced down in the past, like turning around a bad situation at work or stopping a bad habit, perhaps, or breaking through a really tough time in your business or with a sick parent When you felt stressed or strained, even look at the things that you failed at a number of times, but then when you stuck with it, that you eventually succeeded. These are all examples of times where you defied the odds and it can be done again. Once you do this, your next step is to not simply write those things down, but recall the feeling and what it was like to overcome those struggles. Really get vivid, tap into it emotionally. And when You're hurting or struggling the next time or even depressed. Return to the moment that you have written down as your evidence that you can do it again. You get this? It is actually your proof. It is your proof. It is your evidence. It is real. It's not that you have to have faith. You already know you have overcome incredible odds. Anytime that voice is telling you that you cannot remember that that voice is not you. And you have the ability and power to neutralize it or to shut it down. Goggins uses this cookie jar concept as his shortcut to take control of his thought process. It's a shortcut. It's like you need a cookie right then when you're in that moment. The point is, have this in your back pocket. Remember it the next time you're in need of facing down your fear or when you think you can't stop. Stopping yourself, remind yourself you've already survived, remind yourself how far you've come, how you got through these dangerous challenges like I did, how you averted disasters, how you you got your comeback, how you navigated in a clutch moment. These are all things that we have to rely upon in those moments that were challenged and where the conversation in our mind is anything but supportive. You can do it, you did do it, and you will do it again. By being the master of your mind, you can do improbable things. Your call to action is to right now grab your pen and write at least three to five of these things down. Next week, I'm going to share another practical step that nobody talks about and that when you do this when you're able to master this next technique. It breaks the dam that has been holding you back from another level for, for years. Ones that you didn't even know that may be limitations that you didn't even know were in front of you, regardless of how much success you've already experienced. That's what I'm talking about. I could say, I hope that what we've just discussed helps you, but I won't because I know that it will help you if you commit to this one step today. Know your greatness by acknowledging and recognizing how great you have been in the past. Until next week, have a delightful one. Let go of your worry. Trust your future self has got this. And I will talk to you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to breakthrough at ritahighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.